It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour et bonsoir. Hello and good evening. C'est Simon, it's Simon in English. Welcome to the rendezvous. The accent is French, the topic is love. Before we start, let's talk about life. Because me and my producer Jill were discussing about, you know, like pre-shows before we get actually on air with you. The fact that, and Jill is on the East Coast and loves to walk. She loves to walk. I don't really like to walk that much. I'm a car guy. Maybe because I'm older than her. And she was telling me, you know, I got to live. And she likes to look at street arts and, and um, take her time. And she, she posts all that. And, and I think it's good because, you know, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter who you love, there's an end date to everything for all of us, right? And I like the philosophy we got to live today to the fullest. So, you know, the French say la joie de vivre means joy of living, joie de vivre. We'll do this show with that spirit, la joie de vivre. Your questions are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Olivia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Olivia. What's going on tonight? What's up? Okay, so everything is going great in my relationship. Aside one thing, um, me and my boyfriend, we've been living together for like a year now. And mm -hmm. my man is a addicted to basketball football like fight night and the tv is always on even when he's like not even watching it and it really stresses me out i mean at least it's not the news but like how do i get him to stop watching so much sports interesting um would you say that has been like this from the get-go uh yes okay so did you say anything about it that was too much or you haven't still you still haven't talked about it I have. Um, I even turned off the TV sometimes, and he gets annoyed and turns it right back on. We both work from home. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the TV is on quietly, so that's what it's like a background image, or is there the sound too? I mean, what? Yes, and the sound. And so it's hard for me to focus on like anything else. I see. Um, there is a, a word in a relationship you know, that solves most of those issues called compromise. Uh -huh. In my dictionary, compromise, the art of compromising, which means to make a good deal, right? Uh-huh. So he said, listen, I've got to be honest, it's not against you, but it stresses me out, the sports all the time. I want to turn off the TV or put something else. So, you know, it's 50-50. Um, you have 50% of the time the TV, I have the other 50%. That's fair. And I assume, um, Olivia, that you guys are paying rent 50-50? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Okay. Well, then, I mean, I don't see what he could say to that. It's 50-50. The other option for him would have to install a smaller TV somewhere else. That's an option, too. So you turn off the main TV in your living room or wherever that is, and then he can have a small TV wherever he works or something. That would be also another compromise. Is there a place in your condo or in your house where he could have a smaller TV and have it on all the time? In his office, maybe. That's the place. So... I would invest 50-50 on a small screen. It's probably 200 bucks. I think that's what it costs these days, the plasma screen. You know. And so he has in his office the TV on 24-7. You know, that's not your problem, right? I would do that. I would say, listen, let's put a TV there and let's turn off the big TV in the living room unless we're watching it together 50-50. Do you think that's a good deal? Yeah, I think that's actually a good start. I think so. I think some people are, are need television to stay calm, some people that makes them upset. And when we live together, we have to respect each other's um, solutions. And that's why I said 
and TV in his office room would do marvelous. Okay. Compromise. Compromise, Olivia. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Goodbye, Simon. Coming up, um, let's answer Elizabeth's Twitter DM because the guy she was talking to nine months ago did something and now, you know, it's complicated. She needs my help. So stay with me. I'll go to Elizabeth's Twitter DM next. So Elizabeth sent me an interesting question on my, on my Twitter DM, which is at Rendezvous Radio. At Rendezvous Radio. Very easy. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. A guy that I was talking to about nine months ago just reached out to me to ask if I wanted to go out again. So, Simon, should I give him another shot even though he ghosted me? That's a good question, Isabel. Should you give another shot to anyone who has ghosted you before? I'll answer that next. So, what should you do if uh, your woman and a guy you were talking to about nine months ago reached out to you again and asked if you wanted to go out? Should you give him another shot even though he ghosted you in the past? Good question from Elizabeth on Twitter. Um, I wouldn't. I'll tell you why. Because I would resent a woman who ghosted me nine months ago. And I feel like, you know, I'm not option 125, if you get my drift, which means, you know, if somebody ghosts you, they have the right to do so. Just don't come back to me or I'll ghost you back. So that's my advice. My advice is if somebody ghosts you for no reason like that and they want, you know, they want to meet you now, I, I resent that. So I'm old school. So my advice to you is simple. Elizabeth, no, don't give him another shot. That's what I would say. You can't let people disrespect you in any way and then want to see them again. So absolutely not. That's my advice. You call that next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lena. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lena. So, um, I understand you have a sweet personal story you would like to share on air on my show tonight. I am all ears. Okay. Well, I wanted to, just to brag on my husband, Stuart. He is just the most awesome man, and... You know, it's me and my daughter. Well, it was us until I married Stuart, and I wasn't sure. I was really hesitant because I do have my daughter, but he has been such an awesome husband, and the way that he has um, formed such a special bond with her just really made me um, believe in love again because he, you know, made it his priority not just to court me, but, you know, in a way to court her. He uh, spends time with her and talks to her and gets involved with school stuff and homework and chores and all that, you know. And he even, one time mm -hmm. we even went to a fair, and I didn't realize, but he had planned out and designed this henna tattoo that the three of us got. And it was like two hearts intertwined in the middle for her and I just thought that that was so sweet and you know we took a couple of pictures but just for him to even think of something like that just, I, I love it how, how did that make you feel it melted my heart and my daughter was just <laughs> so surprised um because she was included you know she was included in That's that it. love and so it's the three of us and I just couldn't be happier listen it, this is a great story and there's a lesson for us to learn again and I'm Thinking if, if you're a man, you date a woman who has a kid, what you said, Lena, is inspiring because you're a mom first and always. And so right. 
that's something to take in consideration. And, and I love your story. So thank you so much, Lena, for sharing that personal story. And have a good night. All right. Thanks, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go help Raya, who's pretty mad uh, because something is happening on her boyfriend Instagram that she doesn't approve, to say the least. So that story is next. So Raya sent me this interesting Instagram DM at Monibu Radio saying, Bonjour, Simon. There is a girl that keeps commenting inappropriate emojis like hot eyes and kissy faces on my boyfriend's Instagram. My boyfriend swears he doesn't know who she is, but he won't block her either. So, Simon, should I confront her myself or not? Hmm. Raya, should you confront a girl who comments on your boyfriend's Instagram or not? I'll answer and tell you what I think next. So what should you do if you like in Raya's shoes? Her boyfriend on Instagram, he has a, a woman who is you know, putting emojis like the... Uh, uh, inappropriate emojis like the heart, the kissy faces, and so on. So she says, my boyfriend swears he doesn't know her. I uh, doesn't want to do anything about it. Should I, should I handle it? Should I confront this girl or not? And my advice is don't confront anything. The virtual world doesn't matter. I mean, if it's just that and he doesn't know her, he has an admirer, and I would not worry. The only question you have to ask yourself and your intuition is do I trust my boyfriend? If you do, don't even worry about that because who has time really? And I don't want you to be stressed out about this. Listen, you don't own your boyfriend. Uh, his image is out there and uh, he has a fan. So as long as he doesn't say something inappropriate like Gulala and all this, then he would have to block her. But if she likes his look or this or that, he's your boyfriend, not hers. Don't worry about it. Don't spend a second of your precious time to worry about other people's opinions about your boyfriend, especially this one is very good. So. No jealousy, please. Trust your boyfriend. Your calls are next. Bonjour, Mina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Mina. What's going on tonight? What's up? So I have been in quarantine alone for over a year, and I'm really loving it. And <laughs> I have no interest in dating. Is that bad? Well, what makes you think it's bad? I don't know. I guess judgment from other people. Ah, ha, 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 yeah. There was an article in the New York Times, I believe, yesterday about a lot of people also liked the fact that the pandemic took away the anxiety of being social because they didn't have to, a good reason not to be. But do you feel anxious? That's what it is when you go out in social life and dating? Is that something that makes you feel anxious? With friends, no. Dating, yes. Okay. Um, a, you don't have to date. I mean, you could also never date if you want to. So what... You think it's the girlfriend or your mom? Who tells you you have to date? What's the pressure coming? Where is it coming from? I mean, you know, it's just, you know, all your friends are like, are you seeing anyone? Are you seeing anyone? And, and when you say no, they are all kind of disappointed. They're disappointed because you're not seeing anyone? Wow. Wait. Yeah. I got to ask you, how old are your girlfriends? They're, you know, 30-ish. Oh, I see. Okay. It's that time where the settle, you want to settle down and find somebody, but... How does that make you feel when your girlfriends put that type of pressure on you? Well, it makes me feel less than. Like, I'm, you know, me being alone and happy is not valued. Interesting. So, I mean, my advice would be to own, you know, who you are. You've got to own who you are and, and, and be proud of who you are. I mean, I, I, I don't think you're a better person 
or worse person because you have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner. None of this matters into who you are and you're worth. You know, I remember being in the, my late 30s and people say, oh, you're not married or this or that. Why? What's wrong with you? Oh, la, la, what a headache. And then as you get older, it passes. So my advice is to, you know, just own who you are and do not go on any date if you don't feel like it. Right. Okay. Right. I and mean, it's what I always say, you know, if, if the right guy comes, I'll go. But if not, I'm not interested in searching for something. I like being alone. So good for you. Good, good for you. I, listen, for you and anyone else listening to you and me tonight who is in a new situation, there's nothing wrong in being single. There's nothing wrong in being single and happy. There's nothing wrong in not dating. It's nothing wrong of not being married, okay, or, or, or being engaged or being a parent. I don't think it's, it's how we should judge people's qualities, whether they have that or not, okay? Yeah. All right. So you know what to do. Enjoy uh, your single days and tell them they can kiss you derriere if they don't like it. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mina. Thank you for calling. Have a good night. You're welcome. Bye, Simon. Hey, do you tend to fall in love fast? Yes or no? We'll talk about that next. Hey, do you tend to fall in love fast, like real quick? Uh, I know some people who do. I know some people who do not. So I posted on social media at Ronib Radio. It's my Bible to get to know you and how you feel about my questions at Ronib Radio. 36% of you voted yes. I do tend to fall in love real fast. 64% of you said nope, not me. I don't fall in love fast. And uh, I'd fall in love fast. It's like if it's all or nothing. It doesn't go progressively. And it's interesting because I don't know in my survey who in terms of gender. Uh, it'd be interesting, but I don't have that. So uh, thank you for voting, though. Thank you for answering my questions. And thank you for spending this late night with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.